thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. My soul test this morning, Lord. Lord, I am glad to be in your presence this morning. I am glad to be here to give you glory, to give you honor, to worship my maker, to declare that you are faithful, to declare that you are a good God, Lord, to declare that you are Alpha and Omega, to declare that you are the beginning and the end. You will be after the end is over. When all this is said and done, Lord, you are from everlasting to everlasting. You will still be here. So we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, because you do not change. Scripture says that you remain forever the same. From generations to generation, you remain the same. We give you glory this morning. Be magnified forevermore. King of kings and Lord of lords, be magnified forevermore. The Lord of heaven's armies and the hope of the nations, be magnified forevermore. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we have come to read our Bibles again. We have come to learn in your presence. We ask this morning that you will speak to us once again. Lord, help us learn in your presence. Cause your word to fill our hearts. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone. Joining in to devotion this morning, I am Murphy Eyenike. So we continue our study. Yes, our study of the gospel. We've been doing an harmonized study of the gospel. You would have noticed that we are not reading from page to page. We are harmonizing the events, okay, uh, where they took place in the gospel. The synoptic gospel, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And then the gospel according to John. I want to say a big thank you to everyone who started this journey with us. Uh, it's been over a month now. Yes, and it's been interesting. God bless you. Almost two months, I should say. God bless you. Thank you. Whatever platform you're listening in from, thank you so much. God bless you. For those who listen on Anchor, I want to say a big thank you for weathering the storm. Uh, as I know it, Anchor is going through some um, reworking and they will be back full blast. Uh, but it was just, the site is still working. I want to say a big thank you. You're on Telegram, on WhatsApp. You're getting this on Spotify, on, on Facebook. Uh, God bless you. God bless you. I sincerely appreciate all the contribution, the suggestions, the comments and the questions. God bless you. Alright, so we continue uh, when we are coming to the last, the final part of our study. Okay? Uh, not necessarily uh, the, the end of our study, 
will still be here for uh, some just over a month again almost two months again we so we are just about to pass halfway one of the things i hope you have paid attention to are the things that are mentioned in all four gospels okay or by all four authors remember we said there's only one gospel is the gospel of our lord jesus christ okay mentioned by all four authors okay um and you would have noticed that it's very rare okay yes very rare you have very few times where all four of them mention mention um an event usually the synoptic gospel because they are seen from the same eyes would give us okay um almost the same thing uh with a few differences here and there but there are a few times where all four of them you know mention or are talking about the same thing of course you have um jesus going to galilee as we have jesus going to judea now and then we had jesus's temptation and then his baptism even john does not mention totally mention his baptism just something about the events uh, around his baptism okay but you can add the baptism to it um you could count on two fingers the things that all four of them mentioned together but we are entering that region where you see a lot of things that they all mentioned together so let's start with the triumphant entry the triumphant entry into jerusalem and then if we can we'll take this very controversial one the fig tree that jesus cursed ah if you have ever had to to minister to to muslims or you have ever ever had to face questioning from for maybe a muslim cleric aha the the fig tree will be one of those that they would and of course i've raised quite a few already as we have read that they will bring to you and tell you how can jesus be god and he did not know eh? he walked all the way to the tree and then found out <laughs> that there was no fruit on the tree uh rubbish you will learn we will learn this morning all right please open your bibles let's start from matthew chapter 21 we'll read mark chapter 11 luke chapter 19 and john chapter 12. matthew chapter 11 we read from verse 1 to 9 we're using the niv version it says um, as they approached jerusalem and came to Beth Bethphage on the mount of olives so all of them talk about this jesus sent two disciples saying to them jesus sent two disciples saying to them go to the village ahead of you and at once you will find a donkey tied there with our coats by our side untie them and bring them to bring them to me if anyone says anything to you say that the lord needs them and he will send them right away okay so remember that jesus started this journey in nazareth in, and then spent the next two years in galilee they've been fighting him right from galilee they sent right from jerusalem 
uh, the Pharisees, the teachers of the law, and the elders sent men. Okay, go and find out what is this guy doing. Okay, um, how come he's so popular? Let's find out. And they tried everything they could to stop him there. They couldn't. And then he begins his journey. He's coming to Judea. Judea is on the way to Jerusalem. So they know that, yeah, it seems this guy is coming to Jerusalem. This Jerusalem is the seat of power, uh, political power, you know, the religious power of his time. So they know he's coming. <laughs> and from the raising of Lazarus, they, uh, they were now at the point where they were desperate. So here, Jesus sends two of his disciples to go ahead of him and tells them before time ahead of time. Okay, so we use that to counter the, those who are talking about Jesus not knowing what was going on on the fig tree, don't understand anything. Okay, this is the gift of the word, the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge working at the same time. The word of knowledge is to know something that is in the past, okay? And the word of wisdom is to know something that is in the future and what to do. So this is specifically the word of wisdom. Say that the Lord needs them and he will send them right away. Verse 4, this took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophets. So that event took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet because Jesus was preparing for his triumphant entry into Jerusalem. Say to Zion, say to daughter of say to daughter of Zion, see your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey and on a colt, the foal, the foal of a donkey. Okay? So the Bible clearly says this, okay, for those who or I should say, this is in Zacharias chapter 9, verse 9. There is no contention usually with the Jewish, okay, the Jewish writings, okay, the Pentateuch and then the writings of the prophets. There is no contention oftentimes. They were able to keep their scriptures, okay? They were able to keep their scriptures through time. The contention is usually with the New Testament's writing, uh, okay, and how we came to canonize them, okay? We would discuss canonization one of these days. But here, Zechariah says that the Messiah, the king, okay, will come. He will be gentle because one of the reasons why they rejected Jesus was they were looking for a king, a king who was a warrior who was going to deliver them from the Roman the Roman Empire who was the dominant force at this time but he was going to be riding on a donkey not on a horse okay he was going to be riding on a donkey that's what Zachariah said um, 6 says the disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed instructed them they brought the donkey and the coats and place their cloaks on them for Jesus to ride on. A very large crowd spread their cloak on the road while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowd that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Hosanna 
to the son of David. Hosanna. It's an Hebrew expression that means save. Save. Okay. So in time, as that word is used, okay, we now use it as praise. Also, in this context, you will say praise, praise to the son of David. But in the first time when the words, when this word was used, Hosanna, it literally means save. But let's praise makes more sense. Praise, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Remember, this is literally the fulfillment of scriptures. This is the fulfillment of Psalm, Psalm 1110. Okay, the Messianic scriptures. The fulfillment of Psalm 1110. Blessed is he who comes in the name of who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna in in the highest. Alright, so let's pause there. And let's see what Mark says about the triumphant entry. I hope you paid attention to everything that Matthew spoke about. Mark chapter 11, we'll read from verse 1 to 11. As always, Mark, with this event, tended to use more verses, more verses than Matthew. And oftentimes, most times, more than Luke. Mark 11 from verse 1 says that as they approached Jerusalem, remember they are coming from Judea, as they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples saying to them, go to the village ahead of you and just as you enter it, you would find a coat tied there which no one has ever reading reading okay so just pause there uh where is my oh i did tell you that the owner of of the paperback <laughs> we come and collect our paperback um, yes my wife has collected our paperback um but i wanted to let's so just quickly feed, flip back to matthew chapter 21 and let's look at you know mark just mentioned that no one has reading before okay did matthew specifically say that matthew says go to the village ahead of you and at once you will find a donkey tied there with a coat by her untie them and bring them to me if anyone says anything to you say say that the lord needs them and he will send them anyway so we know that mark is the one who specifically Mark says specifically that no one has ever written them before. Okay, so you see, that would now be the gift of the word of knowledge to know that no one has ever written written that donkey before. Then that is the gift of the word of knowledge. But the gift of the word of wisdom helps them know exactly where the donkey is. Okay, so combination of both gifts it says you will find a coat so we are back in mark chapter 11 you will find a donk a coat tied there which no one has ever ridden untie it and bring it here if anyone asks you why are you doing this say the lord needs it and 
release it and will send it back here shortly. They went and found a coat outside in the street tied at a door at a doorway as they untied it. Mark is the one that has this one also. Okay. Some people standing there asked, What are you doing untying that coat? They answered as Jesus had told them to, and the people let them go. I love this part. They answered as Jesus told them to, and the people let them go. If you learn to answer situations by the word of God, what the word of God says to, you will see that they will let you go. Okay, so I'm just the one applying it like that. My theology professor will tell you, don't do that. Okay, so, uh, but it it really pays to listen to Jesus. Okay, to listen to the word of God is the reason why we study our Bibles every day. But because they obeyed Jesus, you see here that they received favor, right? Yes. Seven says, Then they brought the coat to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it. He sat on sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others spread branches, branches they had caught in the fields. Those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna! Okay? Already we said this... Um, means in Hebrew save but it's an exclamation that practically means praise. Hosanna blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord and we did say that look this is some, all of them agree all of them agree that this is Psalm 11, this is Psalm 110 is that Psalm 110 or 118 blessed is he who comes in, in the name of the Lord Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David, Hosanna in the highest heaven. Since Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple courts, went into the temple courts, he looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Okay? So, again, Mark is the one that had this part. Matthew did not tell us that he, he went into the temple courts, okay? He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. All right, let's look at Luke. We we'll only just point out when there's little, little additions here and there, and we we'll point those out, okay? So, let's go to Luke. Uh, Luke, you find Luke's account in Luke chapter 28. Uh, Luke chapter 19, sorry, from verse 28 to 44. And Luke takes a lot, takes a lot of verses, you know, to explain this. So we'll note if there are things that are different or maybe he has just taken his time to explain it better. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. As he approached Bethphage and Bethany at the hill, at the hill called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find a coat tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Okay, so Mark and Luke mentions that, but not Matthew. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you why you are untying it, say, The Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it just as he had told them. 
as they were untying the coats, its owners, its owners asked them, why are you untying the coats? Mark did not say the owner. Mark says some people standing there, right? <laughs> the owner asked them, why are you untying the coats? They replied, the Lord needs it. They brought it, they brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the coats and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When he came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd. Luke is the only one giving us this part, right? Uh -huh. Luke tells us specifically that when he came near, that was where they started dropping the branches on the floor. When he came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Yes, that's Psalm 118, verse 26, not Psalm 110. Apologies. Psalm 118, verse 26. So we call this intertextual, okay? Um, Bible students in Bible school, we call this intertextual um, reference. We'll do intertextual analysis. Okay? In other words, they have just called a scripture, called a scripture from, from the book of Psalms, Psalm 118, verse 26. Um, Luke does not say, Osana, okay? He says, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. But we know from Matthew and Mark that that is Hosanna. Peace in the heaven and glory in the highest. So some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, teacher, rebuke your disciples. So only Luke captures this part. Rebuke, rebuke your disciples. And I can just imagine, rebuke your disciples, they told, they told Jesus. Uh, I tell you, verse 40, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. Only Luke captures this. As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it. Only Luke captures this. He wept over it and said, if you, even you, had only known on this day what would, what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. Yes, Mark says he went into he went into Jerusalem and then to the temple court, but does not mention these parts, these words of Jesus. If you talking about the city of Jerusalem, even you had only known on this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. The day will come upon will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment against you and encircle you and hem you in on every side they will dash you to the ground dash you to the ground you and your children within your words they will not they will not leave one stone one stone on another because you did not recognize the time of god's coming to you wow and sincerely that prophecy will eventually be fulfilled when Titus, okay, so I will discuss that tomorrow. When Titus, okay, comes, the emperor, the son of the emperor at one time, and then eventually he was the emperor, comes and 
destroys i want to go on youtube and 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 just watch the destruction of the temple by the roman empire that was carried out by titus it was a brutal battle it was brutal i'm telling you it was bad um but eventually exactly what jesus says in verse 44 will come to pass they will dash you to the ground you and your children within your walls they will not leave one stone on, on on another because you did not recognize the time of god's coming to you all right very very good let's go to john let's go john just a few verses john chapter 12 let's see what john mentions especially about jesus going to the temple john chapter 12 we'll read from verse 12 remember that jesus already went to bethany okay and six days if you read from john chapter 12 six days before the passover jesus came to bethany where lazarus lived we read that yesterday right okay yes so let's read from verse 12 to 19 it says the next day the great cowl crowd that had come from the festival heard that jesus was on his way to jerusalem Okay, so that would have been when, as they were approaching the triumphant entry, as they were approaching, they took palm branches. Okay, I think it was Luke that specifically says his disciples, but we now know that they, a crowd joined in. Does that mean that they are contradicting themselves? No, it just means that they have captured the story from, from different view, like everyone would have. If the governor came to visit my house, for example, now, okay, and someone telling the story with him as he's coming would be different from me if I was in the house telling the story. I will continue the story from when the governor got here, the things that happened before the governor got here, and on. But is my story wrong? No. It's the person who came with the governor and then tells the story as the governor arrives and everything that happens. Okay, of course, at that point, our stories will meet. It's the same thing we are looking at here. So, John is telling the telling us the story from the perspective of the great crowd, not the disciples that were coming with Jesus. The great crowd that come that came that had come for the festival that Jesus, when they heard that Jesus was on the way to Jerusalem, they, they took palm branches, verse thirteen, and went out to meet him, shouting, "Hosanna!" Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. We know that that's Psalm 118, right? Yes, that is Psalm 118. But <clears throat> verse 25, Psalm 118, verse 25 and 26. But John also uses the word Hosanna. Okay? So there is an agreement between all four, between all four authors. Blessed is the King of Israel. 14 says, Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it as it is written. Okay? So, we know from reading the Synoptic Gospel that it wasn't that Jesus was the one that went to find the donkey himself. Uh -huh. Jesus instructed his disciples and they went, they found the donkey. So, Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it as it is written. Do not be afraid, daughter of Zion. See, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's coat. So, only Matthew and Jesus and John 
quotes Zechariah chapter 9. Okay? Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9. At first, his disciples did not understand all this. Only after Jesus was glorified did they realize that these things had been written about him and that these things had been done to him. Sincerely, it wasn't their fault. They just did not understand. They just did not understand. Now the crowd that was with him when he when he called Lazarus from the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to spread the word. Many people, because they had heard that he had performed these signs, went out to meet him. So the Pharisees said to one another, See, this is going, this is getting us nowhere. Look how the old world has gone after him. The old world has gone after him. Wow. Alright, so it would have been interesting to just stay with just the triumphant entry. So, yes, the triumphant entry is one of the stories in the Bible that all four authors mention. All four authors mention. Alright, so we read, we'll read just Matthew's account of the fig tree. Okay, that's in Matthew chapter 21 from verse 10 to 19 we read to verse 9 with jesus triumphant entry um but first no jesus goes into um no okay so let's read about the temple first of all we'll read about the temple um yes let's read about the temple it says um from verse 12 well, from verse 10 let's read from verse 10 to 19 See, when Jesus entered Jerusalem, the old city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowd answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Uh, Jesus, then, okay, verse 12, Jesus entered the temple courts and drove out all who were buying and selling there. Okay? Who told us that he entered when he got there? It was evening already. I think that was Mark. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves because they should not be inside the temple according to the law. Okay, selling doves. It is written, he said to them, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. Since the blind and the lame came to him at the temple and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the teachers of the law saw the wonderful things he did, and the children shouting in the temple courts, Hosanna to the son of David. They were indignant. Did you hear what these children are saying? They asked him. Okay, so by the time we put all four together, you will see that it makes more, by far more, more sense. It makes by far more sense. Okay, so it wasn't that the Pharisees were contending with Jesus as they were coming. That did you hear what the people are saying? No. It was the children when Jesus was now in the temple and the children were crying, Hosanna to the son of David, that the Pharisees began to complain. Do you hear what these children are saying? They asked him, yes, replied Jesus. Have you never read from the lips of, the, of children and infants? You, Lord, have, call, uh, have called forth praise. You, Lord, have, have called forth praise. Psalm 8 verse 2 you lord have called for praise and he left them and went out of the city to bethany where he spent the night okay so let's stop there because i don't want us to double into the fig tree we will take the jesus causing the fig tree tomorrow it would have been interesting to do it today but i'm not sure we will be able to do justice to it 
let's read if um, um, let's read Mark let's read Mark but we know from Mark's account from Luke's account Luke does not tell us they are singing Hosanna Hosanna in the highest but we know that all four of them agree that this triumphant entry happened okay this triumphant entry happened let's stop here uh, there for today we'll start with jesus causing the fig tree tomorrow we we'll see that in luke chapter 11 from verse 12 to 18 uh, we'll see what luke also says about it now what lessons can we take away from here now of course the pharisees were jealous of jesus that's the only way they would have been asking him to stop the children from praising God. My charge to you this morning is to remember that nothing should be able to stop you from praising God. They tried to stop the children. The children obviously did not stop. And so they came to Jesus to tell them to tell, to tell to the children to stop praising him. Okay? So nothing should be able to take away your praise. The other lesson we learned was that Jesus told them where to go and get the donkey. And as they went, they found the donkey tied there. So, my charge is do what the word of God says. If you do what the word of God says, you are better able to claim the promises of the word of God. That's the two lessons we will take away from here today. But yes, we have read about the triumphant entry of Jesus into Jerusalem. And I feel this morning that all of us together should shout, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David, Hosanna in the highest heaven. Father, we say thank you this morning. Receive all our thanks and praises. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.